Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is a new old order, and I am Chancellor Zainsi Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia, back for another episode in charge of my own country. Thank I'm here goodness. with my colleagues from across the seas. One who doesn't care, and one who also doesn't care, but really wants to be right. Mm. It's Ooh, a different kind of This caring. is really tough. Um, <laughs> well, it's Sebastian of the United States of World America. I'm not just a world leader, I'm your world leader. If you're a a sub-American. A world American. Oh, my apologies. What if you're not a world American? You're not my leader then. No, I'm, I mean, you will I'd like to think said. I'm the figurehead of the entire, entire world. <laughs> if aliens do come down, which I know for a fact they have and will again, um, I'd like to think they'd be like, Seb, what do you think before we talk to the other people? <laughs> What's your personal opinion? Well, we know what happened the last time the aliens came. They can just stay outside of, stay on their side of the fence, eh? And I'm Andrew Schosser, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. You're right. We should build a wall around the whole globe to keep the aliens out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what we do here is we each run a nation, a simulated nation on nation, simulatednationstates.net, and we answer the issues that cost our nations by trying to stick to our own political ideologies. And the public are so good, they only come with crises-worthy issues. There's nothing flippant about their requests whatsoever. Uh, wait, I actually have, have a really important issue this one time. <laughs> can I please go first? Fine. I just want to get it out of the way so I can spend all my time focusing on Andrew's nation. <laughs> so I can judge it and make sarcastic comments. It'll be great. And spend your veto points. And spend my veto points. Mm. No, okay. Mine is called The Violent Mile. With an increasing number of inmates on death row, more commonly referred to as the Violent Mile, concerned experts from all walks of life have asked about which method of capital punishment is the best to use on World America's felons. There Ooh, are which is the best one? That's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, there are several options. Okay, it has to be the electric chair. Yeah. It's well, the it, most humane option it because we have electricity. Yeah. Well, it's very modern. In that I sense, mean, very yeah. modern. Mm. Option one. <laughs> the next option is just to turn them into the cooling, uh, the, the water cooling method for the uh, uh, for nuclear reactors. Just mm. insert the rods into their body, and when their blood starts to boil, you just re- replace it with a new, with a new, you know, felon to be executed. It's a flawless system. Flawless. Yep. Can't see any flaws. Option one. I wonder if that's going to be an option. Oh my god! <laughs> Lethal injection is. You by- wanted to go first. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let me. I'll give you an option, and then you can banter about it, right? What about a uh, pit of razor blades? I don't know. I can only read option one, and it's at the first sentence. <gasps> Go on. <laughs> Lethal injection is by far the most cost efi- cost efficient and clean method of execution, suggests Anne Marie Murdoch, a wild eyed and grey haired military scientist who looks as though she hasn't slept in twenty years. Also, if we're disposing of these worthless criminals, we may as well test out some more experimental lethal chemicals that our R&D department is working on. They'll require some tweaking to get it right, but these scumbags are dead men walking already, right? <laughs> I mean, hey, if you, if you have to kill them, science. <laughs> when you label somebody an inmate, a prisoner, that immediately, uh, what's the word, paints your idea of, of how to treat them. Mm. You have this you know, appropriate list of, of uh, uh, ways to interact with them. And unfortunately, it dehumanizes them a lot of the time. Okay. Calling someone, you know, a death row inmate further uh, solidifies that, okay, so 
you're as good as dead. Why on earth should I treat you like a human? Because you're only alive because uh, uh, we haven't found a way to kill date, you yet. The date hasn't hasn't <laughs> come up. I often wonder when it comes to lethal injection. If you read some of the criticisms of it, it can turn out to be brutal if the uh, uh, barbiturates are incorrectly administered, the the, the painkillers mm. and, and, and the sort Yeah, I mean, that's the same with any... any. I imagine electric chair's not fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> especially when it goes wrong, but even when it doesn't go wrong, it's pretty horrific. Yep. The complication with uh, death by lethal injection is that doctors refuse to do it. At yep. least in the United States, mm. I don't know how it is in other in other countries who. Not a lot of. I think there's like three countries left. I don't think there are any other countries that do lethal injection. Execute by lethal it, injection. That's it right. Is I think a bit more brutal hanging or firing squad is still acceptable squad. in a lot of the. Also the, beheading and stoning. It's <laughs> yeah. a thing that happens. After we go, after we select all the options, I am curious what your preferred, if you had to be executed, would be. Well, I think everybody knows my stance on. The death penalty, and that's the, you need that more of it all the time. No, that it's absolutely <laughs> wrong in every, yeah, of course, in every uh, situation. And coming from a conservative, uh, that may surprise some people. Yeah. I often wonder, Whereas, as me, as, as <laughs> I've heard, as I, a progressive, um, <laughs> I'm pro just anything with a pointy, pointy end, like just How whatever. Dare you? <laughs> I often wonder why, if if uh, euthanizing people by way of over administering morphine. In, not only in order to cover tracks legally, but just as a humane way of doing it because they just slip into the coma and that's it. Why that hasn't since been proposed, or at least not vocally proposed, as a replacement for the cocktail that they do? I mean, anybody can shoot up morphine. God, you can do it yourself if yeah. you really want to. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I'll continue on because there are a lot of options here. Um, option two. What's wrong with a good old-fashioned hanging? Proposes Freddie Taylor, a historical reenactor dressed in a period-accurate World American War <laughs> infantry uniform. Oh, let's get the circus in town as well. <laughs> we can hang the criminals in the town square, right in front of the watchful eyes of the public. We could even encourage fruits and vegetables to be thrown at them as they swing. Ah, it'll be a fine public spectacle and a grand deterrent too. So this whole list is basically saying, here's a pile of shit. Yeah. And how badly would you like it to smell? Would you like it to smell badly of rotting fruit? Would you like it to smell badly Science of crimes. rotting meat? Yeah. <laughs> um, number three. You know, as much as we like to disavow less advanced cultures as primitive, I think they may have the right ideas. Commons big game hunter, Lisa Chandra, <laughs> who recently returned from a safari in a more savage land. I visited a tribe who executed troublemakers and the occasional sacrificial virgin by throwing them into an active volcano. They say it pleases the gods and keeps disaster at bay. Sounds like a sensible plan to me. <laughs> Certainly. That's, that's probably the most appealing of, of like out of those ones. Because what, for the spectators? I mean more so... To watch them flailing around this volcano. They are all bad, but at least this one's funny and bad. But that's it. I'm just like, at least I chuckled. They're all terrible. Um, why, not, why not just encase them in a carbonite-like... <laughs> they just, just pour molten steel over them and whatever part of their flesh and bones survive long enough for the steel to cool is, 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 the, is the lovely image you're left with to hang in your town hall. Three options remaining. <laughs> Option four. How about a method that's fun for viewers and gives criminals a chance to earn a pardon? Asks sleazy reality producer Ian Kilderman. Death race. <laughs> we could place the criminals on an island, each with a weapon, and tell them they have 24 hours to kill each other. The sole survivor would then win his or her freedom. We could broadcast this battle royale live, in, and the ratings would be in, through the roof. Okay, okay. okay no, that's no, no, ahead no. of Volcano. Okay, okay, look. In this situation, say you've got 12 murderers here and you put them all on an island, and the strongest murderer gets released back into the public yeah, after know. killing 11 more people. Yes, so but not see, only are you encouraging murder, you're training, you're training murderers. <laughs> yes. They don't necessarily have to kill all of them. They only have to kill one at least. Because yeah. 10 of them could be handled. So they're only at least killing killing one. Yeah, one they, you know, oh, eventually we're going to have one super kill that does come through and kill 11 people. I don't know. If you've just witnessed and 11 you're murders. Gonna have, you're going to have people killing people to get on the island, to get famous, to get released. Now that's down. the real danger. <laughs> no, you're just describing a well-oiled machine then. The system works. Um, option five. 
feel like I'm describing the Hunger Games. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we should take aim to be as humane as possible when we take a life, asks Butcher Tyrion Huxley, <laughs> wiping his work knives clean with his apron. We got bolt guns we used at the slaughterhouses. Bam! One bolt, one kill. Fast, effective. Only a little messy. He looks down at the circle splattered mess on the floor. Is anyone else getting hungry talking about this? There are some truly gruesome methods for execution. The bolt gun is a variation of um, a Spanish torture in, in where they would, where they would uh, sit you down in a chair, clamp your neck to the, to the post, and then slowly twist, a, a, turn a bolt through. So the idea being that it would collapse your, collapse your throat. The benefit of that is if you, if you can get it right on the spine, it'll sever your spine before it before you suffocate. Oh good. So <laughs> Oh yay. So with the so with the bolt gun, it you know, the idea is that it just severs the, the connection from your from your brain stem to your Is that what they shoot? Body. I thought they shot the cows in the head with them. Well that's what you're aiming for, yeah. for the for the brain stem oh, in okay. order to So the part where your spine meets your your skull. Oh I always thought it was like the front of the head, but I've I have i have looked too in depth into it. Um fifth sorry, sixth and final option. Kill the death penalty, chance activist Aldo Pond Bursting out of a hiding place in your stationary cupboard. Cull government-sanctioned murder. Destroy these needless acts of uh, revenge violence. An eye for an eye makes the world go blind. The intruder pokes your security guard in the peepers with a pencil and then flees the room. I mean, that's the only real option. I know, I'm aware it is. (laughs) Um, So, unless someone stops me, I'm going to get rid of the death penalty. And if not, murder island. You know what? You've messed with Andropolia. One too many times for my liking. That's fun, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, uh, before you before you say the words veto, I'm just going to reread just a random sentence from this page here. Uh, what's, oh, an eye for an eye makes the world go blind. Oh, I wonder what that means. Um, anyway, sorry. Which one were you, you videoing have again? Taken every opportunity available to you Sem- to like mess several times with Andropolia. You can do this mm. simply for the purpose of your own entertainment or just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. To quote. Yeah, I just wanted to see what would I happen mean, what in, in even a vacuum. Is a new career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a win-win for me because I either get rid of my roving executioner and have a volcano or a murder no, island, or you I get. Are, you are not absolved from whatever outcome happens. I think I am. No. So you're vetoing that sixth option. Can I just clarify? I'm not vetoing anything. Oh, you're not. Is Zane, are you going to jump in now as a heel turn? Yeah. You are. Yep, it's vetoed. It is actually vetoed. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so he has to select a method of execution. Yep. Or I could dismiss. Well, right, I'll, I'll veto that. <laughs> Excellent. You've both paid the price. I was just fishing to make sure someone else would spend no, one. you're going to pay for your crimes, Seb, yeah, but yeah. in the most humane I mean, I mean, what? We've possible. got 15 episodes no, left. Fine. I, I have to spend one veto point an episode <laughs> to like not have any left at the end. Um, out of all those options, I'm going to go with the bolt gun. Because what? if we're going to kill someone... No Murder Island! Well, that's a good point. No, I might go with Murder Island. Oh, the volcano! Because then, if, technically, you're not killing people; you're just like leaving them on the island until they're yeah. dead. If I select volcano, my primitiveness is going to go up. That's the main concern there. True. Am I oh yes, <laughs> you're worried about your primitiveness, primitiveness <laughs> level. Yeah. When you're um, selecting a method of execution, your preferred method you of know execution. What? I'm going to go murder island, and this is uh, no, I'm very committed to it. This has happened because I think <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Death Row was annually emptied to feed the nation's hunger for televised murder games. It's <laughs> a good sentence. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. World America cleverly exploits natural resources. I assume it's murderers. Um, have a gambling problem? Odds are you don't. Conservative groups demand government response on crime. And shoppers trample in search for bargains. So, interesting. Retail went up 7%. Crime went up 5%. Mm-hmm. Uh, weaponization up 3 Gambling up 2 And then whatever. As for the downs... <laughs> this is funny. People apparently don't want to travel here because tourism went down 3% because they're scared of murder. Really? Yeah. Because if they're wrongfully convicted of you a know, crime, they may be executed by method of let's, let's murder island. Let's just say Fiji starts having televised battle royales. <laughs> I'm probably less likely to go to Fiji after that <laughs> starts fair. happening. Um, I mean, what happens when you run out of criminals and you've got an audience waiting for tonight's show. Poor people. Yeah. I mean, it's... 
Um, niceness and black market also went down too, and that's oh, my compassion went down one percent, which is concerning because I feel like it should have gone down one hundred percent. Okay, that's weird. Okay, no, yeah, that's me. Um, not the option I wanted, but it was hilarious. You got to take the wins where you can get them, guys. And okay. now when I veto random shit, it's completely justified. No, it's not. <laughs> I, you already no, no, vetoed. No, 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 Seb, CEC, when we veto you, <laughs> it's justified because of everything you've done up until this point. I've done nothing to you. You still deny the war that you literally started and created a whole story arc around. <laughs> and then threatened us with death. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. By placing a bomb on the table. <laughs> a bomb? It was... Um, I can't remember. Zane Australia also has a death problem. <laughs> well, this will be really, really swift recompense for what he's done. <laughs> a grave problem. As cemeteries across Zane Australia begin to reach their full capacities, citizens are demanding that the government step in to rectify the situation before the bodies start to pile up. Option number one. I know I have an island for that problem. Expansion of the cemeteries must end if the remaining government land is to benefit the economy, says the Minister of Death, Venus Licorice. What I propose is that we declare all graves over, say, ten years old as vacant. Then dump a new corpse in it. Hey, nobody objects to sharing a university dormitory with another person. Why should they object to sharing their grave? I mean, if... That's a stupid solution in a sense that there are much better solutions. But in saying that, I mean, they're not going to know any different. Yeah, we don't bury people for the people being buried. It's for yeah. the other people. The, the people who are left behind. What they should do is they should dig, when they do like proper ground burials, they should dig holes that are like 10 coffins deep. And then they can just do layers and layers and layers and layers and layers rather than just like or, throw them to well, one you, you can Why do not that? do it horizontally? Just do it vertically. <laughs> You'll save like a th- uh, two thirds of the space. You can't dig it too deep. Yeah, without, without then you'll hit the Earth's core. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll dig through the Earth and prove the flat Earth is right, and we can't have that. Well, then you just throw the corpses <laughs> into space. No, you can't. You can't dig it too deep unless you widen the opening at the top. Yeah. And because you're trying to squeeze them in side by side, you're pretty much limited to about a meter of, of width. But you can already, uh, you know, dig an extra couple of feet and and have a, a coffins in tandem. Yeah. Well, I mean, my family we're Italian. Hello. Um, they tend to do like you're buried in, not even buried on, you're above ground, you know, in Mausoleum. the walls. Yeah. Not the big walk in ones. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe they're Oh, really like a rich crypt. Part. Yeah. Mm. Um, we do that. And like, for example, like, so my grandfather is next to my grandmother and there's a lot, a slot there for one of their sons, but it's all in the same wall. Their but favorite it's still- son. <laughs> They're single son. Now compete. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and it, it'll, I'd say it takes up even more room then, but, but at least in theory, you're building up rather than down, which is probably to a degree easier, depending on how you... You know, like a Matrix-style skyscraper. Of corpses. Just of corpses. You know you know, like how, how pop, some populated cities overseas have those parking garages where your your car takes an elevator and then gets turned mm. around and slips. It sounded as a grandpa beep beep yeah. beep. Why not just the the cemetery building and that's and that's all it is. It's just or literally any other option. You mean option number two? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you if you don't want to keep it as a body, you really are opening doors to good ideas. As, as a memorial, you could have a lobby that has a very nice memorial. Everybody's plots just... are so expensive these days. Few people are opting for them anyway, says retirement homeowner Charlotte Scrooge. Let's just go for that final push and make cremation compulsory. Some people may not be happy with it, but when you get right down to it, it's only setting fire to their loved ones against their will. You must agree that that's less important than expanding suburban development. So my wife wants to be cremated, but for the stupidest reason I can imagine. And I think my sister also has the same reason, which is unusual. Anyway, they want to be cremated. So, and this is a, when they're buried, they're definitely dead. <laughs> to which I've just suggested, why don't we just guarantee that we do an autopsy? And as part of the autopsy, they do specifically remove the head for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Would that be easier <laughs> rather than- well, I then, mean, as part of an autopsy, they yeah. remove the brain. That's a thing that happens. But also, air- as part of embalming, you're literally flushed full of formaldehyde. Yeah, but that's just you can't you. survive that. <laughs> yep. You know those oh, like the old thing of like the bell that they would put down. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, 
my sister in passing has mentioned wanting that just, to, oh no, to be buried with the fucking mobile is what it is. I'm like, oh, yeah, you'll definitely have reception there. Ah, uh, yes. Does she want the whole, uh, you know, TV screen in there and she wants to make a Netflix sh- account that's good for at least two months? <laughs> yeah. yeah, bury me. So with at least did yeah. some Campbell's <laughs> soup <laughs> and a flashlight and dig my way out. Actually, you know what I would do if if there was this option in Australia? Be buried at the cadaver farm. Cadaver the, farm. Your body is left to rot, right? You can donate and it that's, to science. Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's used. That's that's. Um, one way that it has been used to sort of establish a record for f- forensics uh, for the stages that that bodies go oh. through as they're rotting. So when you know somebody is found, you know a, a body is found, they can correlate that with data from the cadaver farm. That's that oh, clever. okay, they've they've been dead for two weeks or three weeks or whatever it happens to be. That's really clever. I would absolutely do that. I mean, yeah. before I'll cut you off before you continue. That one only one, the last thing I want to say is I did Remember recently. How- how much you hated when I was interrupting you. Yeah, from, <laughs> this eye for an eye, Zane. Um, my lo- the one I looked into recently was um, they effectively mix your ashes in um, with a small compost and then we'll give you the stuff you need to grow a tree from that. Yeah. And that's, once again, very low impact. Oh, no, you made a tree. Like, that's... It's yeah. effectively cremation with extra steps. A little bit, yeah. I'm I'm of the opinion that burial or cremation is entirely vanity. Oh wait, I do apologize. This wasn't cremation, but it was they they do reduce your body down to a point. The idea was to remove the carbon footprint from the actual cremation process. Oh, bullshit. That's what that's, <laughs> that's what so I read. Stupid. Um, so it's <laughs> just making a tree rather than burning, making a fire and then making a tree. Yes, was, you know he wasn't he was a bastard to everybody in his life, but at least he was carbon neutral <laughs> as his last as his last act. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this is horrendous, says Hamlet Banks, whose partner recently passed away. Whatever happened to choice? When my Henry died, he was promised an eternal resting place, a place where his name would stand and he would be remembered. Having it disturbed by newcomers or from forcing cremation is a slur against him and the rest of Zane Australia's deceased citizens. If you have any compassion in your soul, then you'll acknowledge a grave as being a sacrosanct area. The dead must be allowed to rest in peace. No one's saying this isn't important. I mean, we all have different levels of caring about it, but no one's saying it's not important. I am- We're just saying there's no fucking room. That's the problem, right? We just agree that it's just a space issue, not, not the, the a pro- the, okay, emotional so, issue. So the problem is the cemeteries are full, and St. Australia needs to open up more yeah. public land for cemeteries. Now, if you had free market operating in, for real estate, you wouldn't have that issue because the owner of the land would select the most valuable way of using it. Also, at this moment, I don't have this issue. It's not, a, <laughs> not an issue. Do what you want. If, if, if they're full, then you go. If you want them buried, they're going to be buried however you want them to. You'll have to pay for it. I used to play club football when I was young, and the land that we played football on used to be a dump. Mm-hmm. And then they—that's commonly the way it's 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 done. Yeah. Now I know it's hard to visit a relative's grave when it's been you know redone into a football field. I get that, but if you every hundred years, for example, if the government actually went in when there was. And they had that cutoffs at cemeteries, so no new bodies could be added after a certain time period. So you could literally have a point where the cemetery was no longer relevant to anyone alive that would know someone there. Right. You could then cover it up, do whatever you wanted with it, and then use another pot and just alternate. Incorrect. You have to <laughs> remove all of those bodies before you develop it in any other way. They you don't know, remove much of the dump stuff. Here in Brisbane. That's because a dump <laughs> is literally there to to fill the ground. Yeah. It's it's dumps or, or tips or however however you want to refer to them. They're engineered in such a way that they do have some life where they're going to be used as a as a tip. Then you know they they're properly lined so that the water doesn't leak into the water table and such. After they're done, they're covered in soil and sort of left for for a while, and uh, they're used as a park just because you can't build on there until everything settles, which takes decades for yep. all the contaminants to, to go. So as a space for a park, it makes perfect sense. Whereas if you just had the bodies there, but remove the, uh, all, the, all the headstones... Oh, no, I was imagining that we would do a similar process, that they would resoil on top and just oh, build just above it. Yeah. I wasn't just saying get rid of the grave, turn <laughs> the stones and put a couple of soccer nets in. No, no, I meant like you would do the exact thing you do for the dump. 
there. But you don't. I mean, the dump is engineered, so there's already a hole prepared. Yeah. So with with the idea, knowing that it's going to be covered up, up later on, it doesn't look out of place. Okay. Whereas if you have a cemetery, you're not going to, you know, excavate you I mean, know, this huge it, mine it, it for, for, for bodies. Yeah. That like really old cemeteries have been excavated and moved places. And here in here in Brisbane, yeah. the location of Suncorp Stadium is where uh, the residents of Tuong Cemetery used to be. They literally and, moved coffins? Yeah, and when it came time to yeah. develop it, because it was, you know, the city was starting to encroach on that, they moved all the all the uh, plots and such over to where Tuong Cemetery now is and constructed the stadium there. Interesting. That seems like... I. I Coffins look quite nice for the most part, but I couldn't imagine some of them lasting more than 50 years under there. I know they're not exposed to the elements, but I just assume they weren't built to last in that way. I well, thought that's they were wood just, and lacquer that's constantly surrounded by earth and water. I just assumed they were, they the were designed to fall apart. No, my absolutely idea. not. Oh, okay. I'm going to dismiss this issue. Was that it? Was it? You're yes. not going to select to issue, you know, to say cremation is uh, is mandatory? No. Okay. Because I don't think, like, honestly, there are, like, like, we've just gone through so many other different ways that you can be dealt with after after death. I don't think going grave or cremation, pick one, or these are the two, pick one, <laughs> is, is a real option. I'm going to dismiss this issue. It's, it's, uh, it's small-minded. I'm not vetoing you because I'm saving my revenge veto for where it matters. <laughs> okay. Any vetoes from Andy? Well, I mean, it's... Yeah, a bit of a boring episode when you dismiss, but it is the right thing to do in this case. Yeah, I absolutely well, I mean, agree with you. Uh, if, if if there was a better answer, some of the answers that we've like donate bodies to science or do it in an eco-friendly way and then turn whatever cemetery into an but, eco-reserve. But if you had that as an option, it would be maintaining that that is the only yeah, appropriate option. And if option. there was a good option, I would pick it. So Manda- if there, Mandating... If there was an option that, you know... People's bodies. I think we already addressed it as as to who owns yes. a corpse yeah, yeah. in in Zane Australia at least. Yeah, uh, and I, I can't remember. Was it the? Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Case that because there was some pandemic outbreak. Yes, and so it the was, government it was, does. After you die, your, the, your body belongs to the government. So why don't you just choose the most efficient method of uh, disposal, because which is I, cremation? Because this is the only most efficient... Uh, in these list of options, and I don't care for either of them. Okay. So if this is going to be, I'm, I'm going to wait for it to be a bigger issue, and does someone come up with a better solution? So since we've established that corpses are the property of the Zane Australian government, yeah, or no, so the you? Zane Australian government has the right to claim the corpse of anyone, right? Yeah. So would you mandate, ideally, that everybody's body be used for science in some way? Yeah, probably. Okay. Either science or fertilizer, you pick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, religion didn't come up in that, so that's... No, it didn't. That's yeah, a surprise. So, but uh, Zane Australia is quite secular. We are actually officially atheist. Ah, there you are. Uh, okay, so Andropolia. <clears throat> so no fallout, obviously, if you dismiss the issue, there's... Uh, nope, just no, nothing, nothing happened. Recently, the sheriff of Penguin County was shot dead... Seemingly without any motive. Oh, finally. Further investigation revealed that the shooter had legally purchased a gun two days prior, but had a history of severe mental illness, mm. psychotic breaks, and paranoid delusions. Yes. Now, the process of purchasing firearms is being questioned. Interesting. The shooter, Bruce Wagner, swears that the killing was in self-defense, that he strokes his teddy bear. <laughs> As he strokes his teddy bear. Me and Mr. Higgins here felt threatened by the police officer, so we had to defend ourselves somehow. You take away my firearms, and you're taking away my safety. You start telling me I can't have a gun because you don't trust me, and boom, it's a slippery slope all the way down to absolute tyranny. He reaches for his sidearm to shoot you down, then remembers he has been disarmed. (laughs) 
Oh dear, Mr. Higgins, they're eroding our liberties. You're right, Mr. Higgins. That's not good at all. Mm-hmm. Watch any side with this guy. <laughs> Watch it happen. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he did. No, no. He did. He did a stupid thing. He tried he did, to shoot you just then. He did an awful thing, right? By shoot by murdering the the deputy. I don't see how his mistake should necessarily be paid for by everybody else. He's been apprehended. He's been apprehended. He's now going and to... the rule of law is being processed. Now, Andrew, about three episodes ago, yes. I had an immigration issue. Yes. And you said that I should bar people from entering until... Or I should put them in camps or, or what have you because they were statistically more likely to commit offences than Australian citizens. Now... These was people, that was that the issue? Yes. Okay. Um, well, they were they were coming in, and how do I deal with them? Because there was an influx of people. Now, that was the argument that you used. Now, in this case, this mm-hmm. person is has severely mentally ill and has committed crimes before. It didn't say. It said only that he had a history of severe mental illness, psychotic breaks, and paranoid delusions. Right. Not a history of crime. And so in that way is statistically more likely to commit crimes should enforcements not be put in place to prevent said crimes from happening how do you assess how dangerous somebody is a doctor a doctor does that and says you you are sufficiently insane or ill okay yes so that's that's one step how do you then assess people who fall through that crack who are dangerous and pass this test so that they're labelled safe well then then they they're going to commit crimes anyway. That's exactly right. And how do you how do you address okay, wh- so whether I'm or not ju- that I'm is just going using to happen? This this is totally fine because my logic, <clears throat> I too would allow them to have firearms if they want firearms. My logic is consistent. Yours is inconsistent. Why is it different when it comes to uh, immigrants than it does come to crazy people? No, it's not different. It's universally applying uh, the rule that anybody is welcome to to have a gun. And your medical history is not relevant to that. Okay, so is your medical history relevant when you go to come into a country? You, uh, in terms of whether you're carrying any diseases, of, of course you should be screened for anything that's appropriate. And if they had this exact disease here? What do you mean? This schizophrenic, psychotic breaks and paranoid delusions. Which doesn't necessarily make him violent. That's what I'm saying, that he is, <clears throat> he is suspected... Right of that being the reason why he why he shot a guy. Mm-hmm. Right, absent the mental illness, this would be simply another murder case in this where, one where situation some, where somebody claims that they shot the person in self defense, and yep. then that in would this be tried. One situation, but that statistically, would, that would be tried, and his illnesses. innocence or guilt would be asserted, or rather, his guilt and not guilt would be asserted by by the jury. Yeah. Right? That is up for the court and the trial to decide whether his mental illness had anything to do with this case. But your medical history should not be relevant when it comes when it comes to you buying a, a firearm. He could just as easily have purchased a knife, a butcher's knife, and hacked the deputy to death. The fact that he used a gun is not a reason to deny anybody else a gun okay. on the grounds that they have some illness that isn't necessarily so linked situation, to them being violent. Statistics don't matter. I'm because saying it's individual not, liberty no, matters more. No, I'm saying more. it's not relevant. He wasn't identified as being necessarily violent as a result of his condition. Okay. The end. Correct. <laughs> Why do you have guns anyway, man? <laughs> Why would you deny guns? Why do you if need them? What you, just in general, I mean, like, can, so, I, I, no, no, no. If you if you're stepping down that road, you can make that argument for anything. Why does anybody need anything that you disagree with or don't see the value in? What, no, but what is the value of having a gun, though? The point of liberty. Like, the point of liberty is that you don't ask. Somebody wants, and if they're not hurting you, they get. I mean, I mean, this is an exaggeration, but I mean, I don't need a nuke. But I guess if everyone had a nuke, that's okay too. Like, what's the point? Like, nobody, you don't need that. That's my point. Like. Just because yeah, it exists doesn't mean people should have it. Yes. So why would people want a nuke? Why do people want a gun? To hurt other people. <laughs> no. That seems like a bad Have you ever been shooting? It's quite 
It's quite fun. Yeah. Did he have like a hunting rifle? Was he like, was he part of a club? We don't know. That would go, that would go to the <laughs> no, trial. The club wouldn't let the schizophrenic <laughs> with the gun in. Why not? Because he's talking to a teddy bear about murdering people in public. Okay. And if there were checks in your system, that would have been one of them. <laughs> no, that's up for the trial to decide. You you cannot be suspect of committing a crime before you commit it. Uh, if you work at a bottle shop or a bar, you can't sell beer to a minor because there are laws put in place to stop people from exposing themselves to potentially dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. He's literally actively, and I'm, it's, he's very openly crazy. I'm going to be known PC about this. And somebody sold him a gun. Somebody fucked up and they need to be punished for it. Somebody, it's not his fault that he bought the gun. It's maybe. the system's fault for letting him buy the gun. No, maybe that's again up for the trial. And if you want to accuse this guy of selling a gun inappropriately, that's that's another trial but the that you would is have to he have. He didn't break any laws because there aren't any to break in this case, and it's up for the courts to decide whether there is any responsibility. It's not my responsibility to say some guy shot someone, therefore everybody has to be checked for their motive in purchasing a firearm. God, this is going to be a good one. Okay, sorry, you're right. <laughs> Number two. Oh God, how many are there? Of four. <laughs> Strap in, Zane. <laughs> Safety. No, I think the rest of them are <clears throat> pretty much in line with uh, both your thoughts. Safety. You're worried about <laughs> about your safety around the police? <clears throat> Asked Penman County Deputy Sheriff Kirby Croft. We're the police force, for goodness sake. We protect the people. Mm. <laughs> there I was. No, they're people just like anybody else. No, no, no I'm, I'm laughing with you. Not yeah. <laughs> it's fine. There I was, observing the town, waiting for a report, enjoying a bagel, and this madman shoots the sheriff dead and takes the pot shot at me too. Look, nobody is saying that people shouldn't be allowed guns, but isn't it reasonable to require a background check, a review of medical records, and a gun licensing system? Yes. I mean, I would just ban guns, but hear me out. If you weren't going to just ban guns, I think that's reasonable. There are reasons to want a gun. Yep. If you... Are rural and there are pests. If you're a farmer, for yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. No. Like you, pigs can be very dangerous. Yeah. Guns can be used as tools as opposed to weapons. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree in certain sure. circumstances. Having a having an automatic rifle under my bedroom pillow is less of a tool in that there, case. There's, le- there's less of a reason to have an automatic weapon in, say, Brisbane City. Yep. Than there is to have a rifle on a farm. Yep. Sure. And that. That's can the line. be objectively stated. More reason, not no reason, more reason. Okay, so if all you have to do is... The problem with licensing and uh, sort of these, these government checks is that all you're doing is policing the people who are perfectly prepared to obey the law in the first place. Because anybody who intends to break the law will just lie on it. Will take whatever appropriate measures it is to pass this test... Mm-hmm. In order to dissuade any sort of suspicion on them whatsoever, a background so check is helpful. Though you still don't catch the people that you're intending to catch. You All catch some of them. Not, the time. not, absu- yeah, not absolutely. Not absolutely. Some that's, of them. That's right. Therefore, if this person happened to be one of the people that was caught, this death of a sheriff wouldn't have. You happened. catch some of them, not at zero cost. The cost is that people who would be perfectly capable of, you know, being safe with a gun are now denied that option when it comes to their own defence should that need ever arise, which which may not. There is some evidence to suggest, in the United States at least, that there are deaths prevented by some level of gun ownership. Mutually assured destruction is not... No, it's not mutually assured destruction. Yes, it is. You're saying people should have guns so that if people have guns, people can kill the people with guns before the people with guns kill them. I'm not saying people should have guns. I'm saying people shouldn't be denied guns if they want them. I don't don't see applying for a license and a background check, honestly, as a huge buy-in, though. I mean, we ask for effectively a very similar thing, even just to get your driver's license. I don't think and that's they necessary do ch- either. And they do check for, you know, if when you're reapplying for a license, they do make sure that you, you know, is there you know, a series of like warrants on you for like, you know, tickets or speeding? Are you currently able to? Like they do check a brief background check. That has check nothing to-, to do with safety and entirely to do with government administration. Oh, it's kind of do with safety you, if you've got a bunch you, of speeding fines that you haven't paid. The speeding fines aren't necessarily a Option safety number issue. three. And other things. I'm just saying the going through a test or an application is used for many, many things. This is just adding another one to that list. I don't think it's breaking the camel's back, though. 
No, but it's unnecessary. Mm. I think this is more necessary than the, than the car <laughs> thing. But yeah. Ray Kim, local mall goer and spoiled teen, offers a different solution. Why don't we just make a law that guns have to be like really expensive? It's not like those crazies <laughs> are going to have a good job or anything. That way, only people who like are responsible members of society can get a gun. That's implying that because you're fixing. rich, you're a nice person as well. It's it's not the worst because it's still limiting access, which I was I wanted to limit all access, but it's kind of implying that if you're rich, you're a good person. No, that's setting a flaw on the cost of a gun, an arbitrary flaw on the cost of a gun, and it's just going to increase smuggling. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think that's a good option. I, I agree. And number four, Zeus Roberts, editor of Socialist Anthropolia magazine, blows a raspberry at the idea. What kind of nonsense is that? Letting the rich have all the power over the poor. I say that only the government is responsible enough to have access to firearms. That way we can end capitalism... <clears throat> Wait, sorry, wrong, wrong proposal. I mean, we can end gun crime and make a safer nation. So that's essentially banning guns and only allowing the police or other government agents yep. to to be armed. Uh, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea because when the government are the only people who are who are armed, it means that criminals who disobey the law are also going to be armed and then you cannot call on your neighbour to help you out should you need that because they won't have a gun. They're law-abiding. I kind of, I, I'm surprised we didn't get one of the typical nation-states options of ban guns and give swords. Okay, okay. Like, I'm sorry. It's possible, it's possible <laughs> to overdose on uh, uh, paracetamol painkillers available over the counter in any quantity you like, Yep. essentially. It's possible for that to happen. Should they be regulated? It's harder. I, I, I do get the point that you're trying to make, but the, I mean, the key difference here is I can buy a gun and, and shoot you dead, and that was kind of out of your hands. But it's very hard for me to buy packets and packets and packets of Panadol and overdose you with them. That's you know, how I, I can't take a choice away from another person with. Right. That's. I think that's the key issue here. Like, if I mean, you don't think there are other suicide, equally but, yeah. quick methods of of uh, killing somebody. I think a gun. Gun is loud. If you're going to kill somebody, I would think stabbing them would, or cutting cutting their neck while they while yeah, they sleep or something to touch would be. Touch them and be close to them. <laughs> also, I just think a gun. Well, a handgun. You're not exactly going to be you know distant from them. You may fire through a window or something, but then yeah. you're just going to alert people. They're loud. I think I, I just the way the vibe I get from guns as opposed to stabbing someone with a knife is it does remove that extra element of being making personal in a sense. Like it's detached enough that I think. There's there's reason there as opposed to a knife like a knife stabbing someone to death, I would have to imagine is a very intimate way of killing someone, as opposed to shooting someone through a wall. As I'm just saying, like there's a bit of a detachment that you do get with a gun, which I think kind you can of stab lends somebody itself. through a wall. Just no, tie but, the knife to a big pole. <laughs> you know what I'm, you know what I'm the, saying? The, like it's bit, the point yeah. is is that people who are murdered by gunshot, the problem with that is not the gun; it's that somebody was motivated to kill them. Whether it was that also was- that someone who was motivated to kill them had access to a very deadly weapon, which is m- intrinsically more deadly than a knife because if it wasn't, they wouldn't exist. And even what knives, do you mean? even buying knives, knives still exist. It's not like no, you know, but guns, if guns were knives. not better than knives at killing people. Guns would not exist. We would have knives. Even going guns down to are be- a machine that have a very. And I think we can say that Seb and I are both going to team up, spend our veto points to make you ban guns. Um, I was going to say, better hurry. Knives are also you need a li- uh, ID to even buy them big W in Australia. Like, so there are like- four options. There are four options, and I'm about to select number one. Well, we'll not we'll, restricting we'll gun ban number one and, and and the um, dismiss. dismiss for the moment. So who's spending that veto point? Um, one each. I'll, I'll dismiss, and you ban number one. I'll ban number one. How dare you? <laughs> just, just to make clear, yeah, that you, I had, you had the thing okay. to go. You had the gripe to go get back at him. At. Oh, I wasn't get back at you. you yeah. <laughs> Andrew just locked me into the case, but I made him spend the veto point as a as a rib. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm not opposed to any of those. I don't. I mean, I don't think you're going to pick the just up the price one because I think that annoys you in a different way. Would annoy. I mean, I didn't like it because it felt classist to me. Like it's just suggesting that rich people wouldn't commit murder. Stupid option. Rich people are better though. I just. I I mean, it's so dismissing is vetoed and no restriction on gun ownership is vetoed. What are the other options? Can you remind me? I know there's raising the price. 
Then we have number two, which is requiring a background check, a review of medical records and gun licensing. Yep. Number three is just to set a floor on the price. Yep. And number four is to ban it for public use. I'm... I would personally, I would have straight off. I would have picked ban, but I know that's not what you want. Well, no, it's, and that's it, fine. It, it's saying only only government agents, uh, yeah, yeah. Are allowed to be armed, which I'm, probably is most of the uh, prison population as well. If I was in this situation from your perspective, I would be going with the one that's just background checks because they're still available. And if you pass, that's great. And if you don't pass, there was probably a reason you didn't pass. As opposed to just saying they're doing no none for anyone ever. Is that not more appealing to you? It's it's not more appealing than no restriction. Well, I mean, obviously, out right. of the three that are remaining, but right. out of the three, that is the next best option. Okay. That is right. I'm personally comfortable with not videoing anymore because I, I would rather you said no to them all. But I mean, you want to have guns? Have guns? I just want to make them fucking a bit more. You know, put a couple of extra checks on them. I would rather. I'll be happy with that one. Not just Why? stepping your way. Just a couple of extra checks. Why? What, a, what are a couple of extra checks going to achieve? You're going to weed out some bad people not all we, we can all agree any system is going to have some innate flaw in it that's so what's the what's the cost benefit of weeding out some people deterring people that may be a risk from even applying and getting on to start with why or there's no risk in applying you're just denied yeah you've got nothing nothing to lose by applying so they apply and they get it or they don't but at least there was what about the ones that slip through the cracks everybody thinks they're well, safe well currently it's all cracks and they're all slipping through this is better no, there's no cracks. You, the point is, when everybody can have a gun, you don't know who does. If 10 people are going to commit a gun crime and these rules catch two, that's still two gun crimes that are not being committed. Maybe. We're not saying it's all, all going to be restricted, but it's going to get less. It no, is no, no. Less. That's, uh, that's true. And on the surface, that's true. You don't know how many gun crimes could have been prevented by everybody else around them potentially having one. You don't know how many how many of those eight remaining could have been deterred by not knowing whether everyone around them is potentially armed. Anyone around them that's still not, could that's, be armed though, because how do I know that you didn't pass your background check or you did? Unless you're announcing it, you still have the by capability putting, of no, getting one. By putting up this wall, right, you will immediately, you know, prevent some people from even applying because oh that's that's just a wall i have to uh, you know against it it means that only the people who are determined enough to cross that wall then bother applying exactly and then they you should be rightfully suspicious of literally anyone who has a gun in your presence no because either they are fanatical enough to go through this long and lengthy it's, process no, that it's is not terrible about, it's or not about, they want to kill you it's not about fanaticism if you pull up Put up an arbitrary wall of some, you know, some some height, right? This may, there may be fees associated with it. There may be um, some sort of background check that you don't want somebody knowing about some part of your history. It exposes you to a medical check, none of none of which may be relevant to gun ownership or your or your uh, um, what's the word? Uh, I think predisposition there, there are to, to established being violent. Statistics around then, gun no. violence that we can accept as true. They are true in Australia. They are true in the US. They are true in Switzerland. This is not a liberal option. What were you saying? Sorry, Andrew. What was the point you were trying to get to? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't catch what you. I was trying to say that by establishing the wall, you're going to prevent people yep. who good people who would be perfectly comfortable and safe owning a gun, you're going to prevent them from even applying because the barrier is okay. is too much. But they could still apply, to be fair. I mean, I understand that they might be deterred, but no one's saying you can't apply. Like, they still have the choice to apply. Okay, well, right? look, well, right? I'm going to impose a street tax on everybody, mm -hmm. right, in order to get more money for the government. You're welcome to step onto the street, but it's going to cost you $100 every day you do it. Okay. You're welcome to come onto the street. I'm not stopping you from entering public grounds and leaving your house. Yeah, I, I, I do get the point you're making. Obviously, I mean, one's... I know, I'm, I know, I'm yeah. being ridiculous, you know. Yeah, yeah. I do get that. But like, they, if they still do want one, they can still apply. And people that think they might be at risk of getting declined, probably a good reason that they think that. So they don't apply. And if they did apply and they get through, that's nice for them. And if they don't apply, they probably don't get through. That's good that the system worked. Both of you have gone to the extreme of banning guns, of wanting to ban guns. Correct. From one case where there hasn't even been a trial and we don't know whether he was in fact justified in shooting the deputy. That's what the trial will establish. Maybe he genuinely was acting in self-defense. 
I mean, but you he are already to prepared. So what? And he did try and pull the, the gun two on you. May not be related. Because he's weird is not a reason to prevent him from owning a gun. I, f- I feel like the, the question heavily was telling us that he was. Like, I think this, the assumption was... <laughs> and that's the danger. It's been framed in such a way that you're already thinking, oh my God, we need to stop these insane people from having guns because they're all going to run around and shoot people. And none of that has been established. Well, also, ex-criminals now will get flagged when they get their histories checked as opposed to people coming out of prison Why? Do you think somebody, crimes do you think somebody who is guilty of embezzlement is a violent danger? No, but people that are guilty of assault are a violent danger Domestic and up until now they weren't the being one. background checked on buying guns. Right. Isn't it nice to say, hey, you were in prison for 25 years for aggravated assault. Maybe you shouldn't have a weapon now that you're out. Like that's, I think that's a fair thing to check. Well, why don't we just execute people who are violent and have a history of violent crime? Well, just we, remove them from society altogether, and then we don't have to worry about whether they're a safety uh, a safety hazard or not to the, to society in general. You don't get to make those decisions without paying for it with everybody else's liberty. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make. And if people don't like it, they can vote you out or assassinate you. Either one. But oh yes, but <laughs> terrific. Assassinating him will now be a little bit harder. Correct. Unless they have a knife. Good, I'll have to watch what I'm... Unless they're a chef. I'll have to watch what I'm drinking now. (laughs) All that Panadol. (laughs) (laughs) People who have childhood imaginary friends are told they can't ever be trusted with guns. That's fair. Andropolia's civil rights fell from superb to excellent. The Andropolia Sentinel reports comedy, drama, rule box office as action flicks fail. International body praises Andropolian development. Tax increase vital to funding Andropolian innovation, economist says, and tourism industry braces for influx. Pacifism. You'll, you'll make all the extra money that you're spending on your taxes from your tourism. I'm not, you're interested, in, I'm not interested in money. I'm interested in liberty. <laughs> Pacifism is up 82%. <gasps> Law a- enforcement up 50%. Social conservatism up eight and a half, safety up five, authoritarianism up five, government size up one and a half, and taxation up one percent. Did we accidentally solve the crime issue? I doubt it. <laughs> Lifespan has cracked forty years. Well, uh, d- hooray! <laughs> We're just shy of forty-one years now. As far as the downtrends are concerned, crime is down two and a half percent. Oh. <laughs> I thought it'd be more. Ideological radicality is down five, and weaponization is down fifty percent. That's fair. How many guns do we take off the street? We, are we down- didn't ban them. We just put checks on them. <laughs> so crime, we are down to twenty-two and a half crimes per hour. Weaponization. What was it on before that? Sorry. Uh, it, was, it was just above twenty-three. Okay. Uh, so it's only down two and a half percent. Weaponization, we're down to three weapons per person on average, down from six. See, we barely made an impact. What are you worrying about? Everyone's got three guns on them. No. Or one guy's got no. 60 guns on him. That's not what happened. Anyway, that has been us for this no, week. Still, Do we have to go? This is almost an hour, okay? We're leaving. It was mid-sentence. <laughs> is there anything that you'd need to say, Andy? No, I've said everything I need to. <laughs> All right, then we'll be back next week. Find us on social media. Until then, goodbye. Steve D. is a multi-award-winning tabletop game designer, and he wants you to be one too. Every Tuesday he presents Lansing with Myself, a five-minute dive into the ins and outs of freelance game design and working as a creative, derived from his 20-plus years in the industry. Being both poor and disabled, Steve takes a particular look at how those who find themselves extremely limited in the time, money, and energy they can bring to bear can still be making games. As a famous cartoon rat observed, anyone can cook or in this case, make board games. Get started today with Lansing With Myself every Tuesday on the That's Not Canon Network. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast.